0: my my haere Mike Ki tēne hotaka. Welcome to The Panel, our Indeed National. Wallace Chapman here. From August, new vape shops cannot be set up within 300 metres of schools or marae. It's an issue that has disturbed parents, teachers and principals. We come back to this right after four. And today, should voting rights be extended to... All prisoners, not just those sentenced to less than a three-year jail term. That's what the Electoral Commission Review recommended we discussed, And scams, they are getting chillingly real. The nzt one, scary. Have you been sent a scam? Let's know. We discussed that today. And imagine this. A gated green community, a noise-free suburb, but only those for Gen X and up. You can only play Tori Amos. Uh, we talk about that. And a listener wanted me to raise this issue with you. Do you share your bank account with your partner, or do you have a joint account? And what's the best for a relationship, having to ask to dip in to buy some shoes or a watch? Text me, 2101, email panel at rnz.co. With me today, Heather Roy, former ACT MP and Minister, now a professional director and principal of uh, boutique consulting company Talk Point. Heather,
1: good to have you here.
2: Thank you. Kia ora.
0: And Guy Williams, comedian, and many more things besides. Kia ora, Guy.
1: Kia ora. Nice to be here. A privilege to talk to the wonderful people of New Zealand Aotearoa. But isn't it? Yeah, it As is. always. Good it is. And here. I've been travelling around this country, and it's, like, it's a big country. Shout out to all the people down south. <laughs> freezing their bums off shout out
0: we discussed that on your I've been thinking no doubt (laughs) but (laughs) to the cycleways in Wellington have received nationwide focus for years now going back to the Island Bay cycleways creating an absolute hoo-ha well now Wellington has won a prestigious global award which includes $650,000 in prize money for the bike networks there the Bloomberg Initiative for Cycling Infrastructure is a competitive grant program Supporting cities to build safe, connected uh, infrastructure around cycling Whittled down from 270 to just 10 worldwide The winners were announced late last week With us is Patrick Morgan from the Cycling Action Network Kia ora, Patrick Kia ora, Wallace The cycling community must be in raptures Look, this is a big tick for Wellington's ambitious
3: bike lane plans this is really about leadership, vision and ambition. So it's great to have, uh, you know, a big tick from uh, the Bloomberg Foundation for what Wellington's trying to achieve to, you know, to uh, take action on climate and make our streets safe and lovely.
0: Wellington trying to achieve it. Does Wellington, be honest, Patrick, does Wellington really deserve this award? <laughs> Look, I wrote a letter of
3: support, so <laughs> I really hope so. Um, I think it does. It's, it's been, been a ambitious, hasn't it? No, not at all. And I think the numbers reflect the growing popularity of biking in Wellington. Each month, there's more than 200,000 trips by bike in Wellington. So Wellington's on its way, and I think um, maybe Christchurch should be nervous for its biking crown.
1: Does Christchurch have a crown for biking? I didn't even know that was a thing. They should be nervous. Patrick, can I just say, are you single? Because you have the most seductive voice. You're like making love to my ears right now. It's actually a privilege to hear you speak into a microphone.
0: What about me? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> not you Wallace, not you.
0: I'm
3: sorry guy, okay. well spoken for but the, oh, <laughs> think so my so my so guy.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I got to say there is a there is a gap in Wellington's bike network and that is along the waterfront. Um so we've launched a keys Please campaign. It's you know it's annoying when you're on you're walking and someone on a bike or a scooter zips by you. Yeah. So we think a separate bike lane along Jervois Key to take the faster bikers off the waterfront okay. is the gap in Wellington's plan.
0: Okay, Heather Roy, you're there, you live there, you're there right mm. now. Uh, do you buy into the hype?
2: Um, oh, I think this global recognition is is a great thing and it does sort of reinforce um, the job that's being done. I think we we need to get past Island Bay and actually... Um, celebrate you know what 's happened now i was a bit disconcerted. I have to say when a whole lot of parks were taken out and suddenly they were bike lanes. But once people get used to those things i don 't think it 's it 's as bad as as people think i 'm really in favor of of separating the Cyclists from the traffic and anything that can be done to do that, I think, is a great thing because that's what makes people nervous about cycling and it does stop people from doing it. And this off road nature based biking network that's being talked about too is really exciting. So, we've got the most beautiful gardens, it would be great if you can cycle through those and that takes traffic off Tenacori okay. Road.
0: Okay, so a bit of a tick there from Heather, all oh, interesting. Um, what about you guys? Do you do do you cycle much at all? Yeah,
2: May,
1: I was cycling my e bike today, and okay. I joined the cult. Like, if Patrick's running a cult, then I'm signing up and uh, keep up the good work, Patrick, because you're doing a great job down there.
3: Cheers, guy. How about Do- that Harbour Bridge, eh?
1: Yeah, it's gushing. It's gushing. Don't even don't even bring it up. It's gushing.
3: Why don't we just take a lane off that and uh, devote that to people on foot and bikes? And I
1: would be I would be keen for be that. It'd be amazing. I would be keen for that, and I think it would it would liven up the North Shore as well. But like, if anyone out there is thinking about getting onto a bike, start with an e bike. Yeah. It's the gateway drug mm. into cycling, and I can't recommend it highly enough. Has this, um, Patrick? Let me. I mean,
0: uh, there was one business owner there who said, "Look, do cycleways need to be so complex?" One councillor also, uh, was it a councillor or was it a business owner actually? Our cycleways are over the top. We're spending way too much money and that's not the best way to get people on bikes. And if you're spending money to save the planet, you're wasting it doing it that way. There's much better ways we could be saving the planet. What would you say to that?
3: Okay, I mean Wellington's plan is really specifically about building a, a transitional network in just a handful of years. Uh, It's aiming at a 166-kilometre network using uh, affordable materials like paint and plastic curbing, you know, to build a minimum network of bike lanes. So that's the way to deliver a lot faster, and I think it meets some of those objections about, uh, you know, the so-called gold-plated cycleways.
0: And that was the idea, wasn't (laughs) it? That was the idea, wasn't it, Patrick, to actually uh, have these pathways, these lanes, but not be over the top regarding design, make them almost a pop up feel
3: exactly, and you know in two thousand and twenty three we 've just had uh, cyclone Gabriel bike lanes are climate action let 's do this
0: heather you uh, you 've heard guy here he 's joined the cult yeah uh, his words with an e bike. <laughs> What about
2: you? No, I haven't got an e-bike. I've got an ordinary bike. Oh, even oh, better. Yes. <laughs> That's an or- Wellington. An ordinary bike. There you go. Oh. But my husband Everyone has an up. e-bike. Everyone looked up. Did they? <laughs> Crikey. Um... My husband's got a an e bike, and partly our thinking there was I'm a bit fitter than he is, so we can go cycling together in the weekend. And we do tend to seek out flatter places like along the uh, Hut River, which is just lovely. Um, and, and what about riding with the grandkids? Oh, and well, for Christmas, our two-year-old we gave our two-year-old grandson a, um, a, a bike seat, which goes on Granddad's bike, and we all the three of us go biking together. And oh. Larry loves that.
0: Very, very yeah. good. So tell us, before we go, Patrick, I just realised we haven't don't know so much about this award, why do you think, or why did Wellington receive this award?
3: Look, I think what um, attracted the Bloomberg Foundation is the ambition and the leadership of the plan, but more specifically, and this is something I'm really excited about with the Póniki-Pániki plan that Wellington has, is partnership with Mana Whenua. They're using the Cycleway rollout to help tell local stories about about what was there before we paved over all the streams. So as you travel around the network, you'll see these blue murals on the path and on the walls. These are um, designed by Len Hetet uh, to show the waterways that are under our streets. All right. So it's, it's really as much a placemaking project as it is about transport. <coughs> and um, I think the Bloomberg Foundation is really excited about, um, yeah, Wellington City Council working with Mana Whenua on a project like this.
1: This is so Wellington. Get Ian Athfield involved and uh, go down down to more Wolfsons. This is the most Wellington Wellington has ever been.
2: One thing I would like to see us focus more on is spaces for those who, with accessibility issues too. And after the cycling phase is over, maybe we can concentrate on making the outdoors a little more accessible. Brilliant, Heather. Yeah, mm. good
0: call. Patrick, uh, you, you cyclists there, you needed some good news, didn't you, after Island Bay? So here it is. <laughs> Yeah,
3: I mean, it's the numbers are, really tell the story. It's increasing in popularity month by month uh, all around the country. And I think, you know, obviously e-bikes is a game changer there, Wallace. Have you, have you got an e-bike there, Wallace?
0: You know, it's, it's really a cycling. It's a bit of a sore point with me because I had a terrible accident on a cycleway hmm. uh, in 2021, cycling to work, sunny day. Uh, I had a groove. Uh, my hand is now all metal. And I lost my confidence. Well, yeah, yeah. That's understandable. I've just lost my confidence. Sorry to and hear that. That's, think... th- that's 30 years of cycling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: You'll be back, man. You'll be back. Will I? Yeah. And don- also, don't tell people we're trying to grow the cult. We're not trying to shrink it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop bringing the vibe down, man.
0: <laughs> All right. Good on you. Hey, Patrick. Kiota, Thanks for your time there. That's Patrick Morgan from the Cycling Action Network. A lot of response regarding uh, who... Uh, Should you have a joint bank account or a separate one if you're in a partnership? Glennis says, Wallace, I control all our finances, spending, investments, and so on. My husband trusts me completely, and that's the way it should be. Very good. All right, time for I've Been Thinking. Heather Roy. Thanks, Take Wallace.
2: Um, uh, my, th- I've been thinking has actually been prompted by the publicity around scams, and I know we're going to talk about the waka kotahi toll scam later in the in the program. Um, but it reminded me of a moral dilemma that I really found myself uh, recently found myself, and and one of my organisations was doing some cyber security scenario testing, and one of the simulations we were playing out was a ransomware attack. Um, The organisation had theoretically all the computers down and a demand was made for an amount of money which we probably could afford to pay at a stretch, so it was sort of realistic. And if we didn't pay, in a few hours' time, our data would be put on the dark web. Now, instinctively, I hate the thought of paying anything to criminals who have stolen something Mm. that doesn't belong to them and sharing it in order to extort money from a law-abiding business. But I was surprised that my board, when we had to make a decision, was split 50-50 about whether to pay and protect our data or whether to take the moral high ground and not pay and, and promote um, you know, the ongoing activity that um, we're seeing at the moment. And the government recently issued advice to government departments to say they must not pay. But I am aware that plenty of businesses do pay up to rece- to retrieve their oh, information. Do they? Yeah, no, I I understand they do. So fortunately, mine was a simulation, not real life. But it was good testing to see what we would do. And, um, you know, organisations are being hit by hackers and cyber criminals all the time now. So what does the listeners think is the right thing to do? Do you pay up and um, retrieve your information or do you take the moral high ground and not? Great
0: question. Pay Hmm. up or don't pay ransomware.
1: What do you, do, guy? I'm so lucky that I nothing on my computer is worth any money to anybody. So I'd say good luck, take it and do it with it what you will, you know. But um, yeah, it's, it's terrifying for people who do have stuff worth protecting. Mm. Uh, it's a really interesting dilemma. I would, I would definitely pay if I could afford it. Yeah.
0: All right, very good, Heather Roy, uh, Guy Williams. I've been thinking.
1: I was just down in the dirty south, uh, been down to Ototahi, uh Christchurch, Oamaru, and. Uh, uh, Dunedin, I don't know what that is in Māori but um, Otipoti Oh, okay, well thank you, that, that's, I learned something today But um, Oamaru, still can't say their own name correctly It's Oamaru down there And I just wanted to rile up the locals one more time I was down there riling them up all weekend Shout out to the steampunk weekend It was a, it was a beautiful time down there in Oamaru But the fact that the locals can't say the name of their own town correctly Is still hilarious uh, If anyone wants a bit of help I, I mean, I'm not the best teacher But it's ah. Maru, with a bit of a roll on the maru if you can do it. I mean, I'm not, you can, you can learn from someone who actually speaks the language better than me, but oamaru if you want to say it properly. And if you want to get in an argument with a local, it's, it's good, I recommend it, it's a good time.
2: <laughs> Did you go to Timaru?
1: Timaru, I, I stopped through, but I didn't want to be in there too long. They're weird. They're weird down there in Timaru. Oh, I
2: lived there for 20 years. Oh, that explains oh, a lot. <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't be rude to Oh, God. <laughs> what are you saying, Guy? <laughs> I'm saying Timaru people send your hate mail in to Wallace, and he might pass some of it on to me. Okay. <laughs> Um, Twenty years in Timaru. How do you feel about that, Heather? Oh
2: well, it wasn't. It, I wasn't born and brought up in Timaru, but uh, Timaru. Uh, I'm from further south, Palmerston. So you should go there. Put That's that, different. Put, put there next time. Go That's there next different. time, guy. Um, and, and was that was that
0: quite noticeable that the locals pronounced it?
1: No one wants to. Say, no one wants to say it correctly down there. And I mean, I understand it's the way you've been saying it your whole life. But at the same time grow up, uh, there's an A in there. You've got to pronounce it a little bit. Make it a little bit of an effort. I know it's hard. I know it's embarrassing, but it's also fun to learn something a little bit new.
0: Well, there you go. Good on you, Guy with the Rio push, says Andrea. Fre- Andrea. Uh, all right. Uh, Lost dis- a lot to discuss today. You'll Ooh. want to be staying with the panel today with Guy Williams and Heather Roy until 5pm.